One station for many communities. This is PCR.
Good evening, welcome to the uh, Dot Mason Show, Peterborough City Radio 103.2 FM. We started the show with a track by Australian punk band Bad Absalom. Don't know why we're always starting for with uh, America, uh, Australian punk bands. Uh, that's because they're pretty good and fast, and I like pretty sort of fast, noisy tracks to start the show with. Uh, our live guest in this session is a uh, folky punk singer-songwriter, James Clay. And uh, the next track coming up is by... Ooh, Darby's painting Satan, a song called Mellow Down. Mellow down now, now 
Uh, Darby's uh, patron saint and the song called uh, Mellow Down. I think they'll be live in session with us uh, somewhere in the new year. I think it's around uh, February time or something like that. So uh, if you want to send a track to the show, please email me at uh, mason at sky.com. Same as if you uh, want to perform uh, a live session. Let us know. Yeah, we're February. I think probably now February's full. We're booking for March. Uh, this is a band called uh, Lone Creep. They come from Albuquerque in the USA. And the song's called Life's Rough, Get a Helmet. I agree with it. The world owes you nothing. They'll take everything. You owe the world nothing. So take everything. We go lone. Can't talk. Let's try again. Lone creep, and the song's called uh, "Life's Roofs." Get a helmet, and uh, like I say, they come from Albuquerque in the uh, USA. Uh, that's available also on the Damnation's compilation album. Uh, this is uh, Nottingham's for the Fort Hooligans. I can't speak properly tonight. I don't know what's going on. I need some beer or some vodka or something. Uh, the Fort Hooligans from Nottingham, and the song called "Before Two.
concerned about heating your home in this cost of living crisis we are too at peterborough city council we're doing all we can to help you this winter on peterborough.gov.uk you'll find a number of initiatives and links that will help support and advise you on ways to save energy and funds that are available for boiler and heating works and insulating your home which is the only long-term way to save money on energy bills. It's our way of helping you to keep warm and save on energy costs. Visit peterborough.gov.uk. Prince Build and PCRFM's Community Challenge is back on the Kev Lawrence Breakfast Show. For your opportunity to win a £100 donation to your chosen charity, plus the chance to take part in the on-air accumulator question for even more money, simply nominate a charity close to your heart by clicking princebuild.co.uk. Then, listen to PCRFM on Friday mornings as Kev hands out the cash and highlights the amazing work of our selected local charities. Nominations are open, so tell us who you'd like to choose and why on the homepage, princebuild.co.uk.
Yeah, that was a band called uh, The Clockworks, and they uh, come from London, and the song was called uh, Lost in the Moment. Uh, I'd like to uh, be, be, give a big shout-out to uh, Jack, who helps out on the show. Uh, he's down in London uh, taking part in a uh, BBC interview, Yes, after, a, and uh, he, he could be a studio director for Radio 4, which would be absolutely fantastic. He used to help out on this show, like, five or six years ago. Then he went off to university and done a degree in, like, a technical musical qualifications and all them sort of things like that. He still helps out on the show now and again, but oh, he's off to a job at the BBC, so give him a big shout-out. Uh, this is Digital Factor. He comes from uh, Germany. He's a German producer, and the song's called uh, Take Me to the Limit. Dedicate this one to Jill and Michael Day over in Market Deep In. Because I know uh, Michael does like a bit of electronica.
We've got Germany's uh, Digital Factor and uh, Take Me to the Limit. Uh, now it's time to go to our live guesting session, young Mr. James Clay. Good Hello, evening, James. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Okay, go tell us about James Clay. How, how did music all start for you? Right, uh, all started on 4th November 1998 in the county hospital. No. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, how I got into music or how I started the solo stuff? Yeah, how you got into music? And right, okay, so uh, my dad, he's a touring light designer. Hmm. And uh, my, some of my earliest memories of him telling me like what bands he'd be doing lights for and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, back in 2003, 2004, I did lights for The Darkness. Ah, yeah. Uh, that was back when I believe in Think Called Love came out and all, all trajectory and all went proper ba- massive. And... Uh, my earliest childhood memory was him was me walking into the living room watching the Carling Home what was it called the Carling Homecoming special where the darkness had played the Astoria live and I think it was all a big thing because it was like they were like the like first ever band to like sell out the Astoria unsigned or something like that huh. and uh, yeah no uh, so I walked in saw this band playing on the telly and I was like oh what's this <laughs> and uh, yeah. Um, uh, just from then on, I was just running around the house with like cheap little toy guitars. Finally got my real one when I was like ten. Tried teaching myself, but um, wasn't great at it. And then think when it got to around school, when I got to around like year eight, school were already pressing on me. What do you want to do for a job? What do you want to do for a job? So I was like, ah, music's all right. So <laughs> got guitar lessons and uh, haven't really looked back. Really, <laughs> off off you went. Yeah, basically, yeah. So Great. And what's the first track you're going to play for us this evening? I'd say the first track I'm going to do today is the first track off my debut EP. It's tight, um, The EP's called Folking Hell. Uh, the song is called Have a Beer. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Let's all go to the Dragonfly, which is yeah. next door. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Magic Land is your new favourite band at the Castle Gate Bar. The booze are really cheap, the greatest people you'll meet at the Castle Gate Bar. It's time to get drunk with all my fellow punks, it's time to get myth. So here's my plaudits, goes like this. Never get these acts 
His lad is just a fact at the Cascade Bar. Jim Beam, Rob Proper 12, everything right on those shelves at the Cascade Bar. I pay my respects whilst his pub's at rest. I'll get me a gig and have a jig and it goes like this. Solo here In this magic land Is your new favourite band At the Cascade Bar The boots are really cheap The greatest people you'll meet At the Cascade Bar It's time to get drunk With all my fellow punks It's time to get miffed Here's my blood, it's girls like this! Like this! Like this! Like this! Hell yeah! Sadly much. Where, how did you rely on this sort of idea to sort of like, sort of mix punk and folk music up together? Well, it's a funny story actually. So, um,. I first got into punk I got into punk music quite late. Mm. Got into it around about 18, 19. I was with a girl at the time. She was a singer in a skate punk band. And the only time we'd ever like really be able to spend time together at the weekends would be if I got in the band van with them and watched them play at wherever middle of nowhere city they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was practically like their fifth member. I'd be rocking up to the van and be like, where are we going this time? <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, no, um, so I got into all sorts of bands, I got into, I've discovered the local punk circuit, opened my eyes to everything, and uh, what happened was, so, uh, shortly after me and her split up, a uh, really good friend of mine from college named Alex, he, he's a really good film student, he's currently uh, in London, London chasing the dream to be oh, in nice. Spielberg, <laughs> and uh, he went, James, I've got, uh, I've got a film in, in the process. Um, he went, can you do the soundtrack for it? I was like, yeah, go on then. And uh, I was like, what do you want? Because I've done soundtracks for little things here and there before. Yeah. So I was like, what, what style? And he went, oh, well, folk punk. He went, I'm a big Frank Turner fan. So I was like, okay, I'll see what I can do. Later that year, we saw Frank Turner at Slam Dunk. Absolutely killed it. Brilliant. So that opened my eyes to like, what folk punk can be. And mm. I was like, oh, I need to listen to more stuff to really get my head around it. And the one band that I found that like got me really into it was this band called Days and Days. Really nice folk punk band from uh, Texas. Uh, it's like it's proper DIY, no messing around. Like, they don't even have a drum kit. It's like it's DIY as it can possibly go. It's all acoustic guitars, and instead of drum uh, drum kit, they got washboard. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw an interview that one of them did on the Aaron Michelow show on YouTube. Uh, I think the singer was like, "Yeah, he went, it's great. Like, like because their music is so aggressive for acoustic, and they get full on like mosh pits and circle pits live. Even it's great. We'll play with all these like intense hardcore bands, and they'll all be having troubles and technical issues of like cables and pedals and stuff like that. Yes, and they just rock up with like." acoustic guitars on the board and they're like yeah good to go <laughs> so I, I saw that and I was like ah that's a, not that's not a bad idea that and it's yeah it's very stress free this whole folk punk thing hmm. and yeah uh, I finally got my own band for it which, which helped you got a folk so. punk band as well yeah yeah so uh, my solo EP is now under the band's Spotify account Let the Idiot Speak mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think someone described our style the other day. He, he called it pirate punk. And I was like, what's so pirate about it? 
And uh, I think he, with the whole have a beer for the... Yeah, that bit it, there. Yeah, yeah he said I it gives that. that drunken sailor vibe. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I get that. Captain Pugwash, <laughs> Captain Pugwash, and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll take that. So yeah, let the idiot speak. Um, next next week, I'll give you exclusive. Next week, we're in the studio re-recording my EP and making it into a full-blown mini album. And it's all going to be full on electrified in a proper studio, and it is going to go off next year. Excellent. <laughs> Don't forget to send us a track or two. Of course, of course. What's the next track you're going to play for us? That's a good question. I think... Ooh, which one should I do? I know. Right, uh, this next one is called Pro Trooper. <laughs> it's about... Having a crush on barmaids. Exactly super I know a lovely barmaid And I want to get laid She's got a really nice face But she thinks I'm just a mate She's got a great personality I want the opportunity the chat. I'm just a big stupid hick with a mother fluffing acoustic 808 string of guitar or some bad slipknot mask.
Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I've got a bit of a time lag on my phone. Let me just turn that right down. Oh, there we go. Uh, shout out to uh, Michael Day. He says it's very enjoyable. And uh, Stuart Inger says they're uh, sounding great here. Love from Nottingham. Guys, thank you very much for listening and watching the show. So how do you go about songwriting? Well, uh, just... Whatever. I know most, uh, most of the songs I write about, mm-hmm. it's mainly me just dramatising like, any minor inconveniences I've got going on in my life. Yeah. So uh, normally, uh, like, I- I'll have like a minor inconvenience of anything, whether it just like be some band messing me about or some girl messing me about or whatever. I'll just take the topic and just amp it to like a thousand, make it sound like an absolute disaster, and make it sound ten times worse than what it actually is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I- what? So you, you got a song about uh, people collecting lottery. Lot, getting their lottery checked when you're in front of, front of somebody and they get <laughs> yeah. six lottery tickets checked and then oh, yeah. they sit there and then they start, you know, checking them all and then they, uh, you know, then they submit the new six tickets and it takes them about 20 minutes or so to to yeah. go through it and, like, you're just nipped in and wanting to spend a couple of a quid. Yeah. Have you got one of them? It's a good idea. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not yet, but... Because that grieves me. St- that... Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm, very, I'm well known for just moaning and complaining in oh, my yeah. day life. What's your favourite so, things to moan about? Yeah, oh, where to start? I don't know, just, oh, you've put me on the spot there. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Because um, you, you come from a, a, a village, really, so, yeah, I mean, I think, c- I city life is way, way more horrible than village yeah. life. I think, um, yeah, I think just out of boredom, like, I'll just be sitting in my armchair and my brain will just come up with some of the worst scenarios imaginable or, like, <laughs> I'll start Googling symptoms over, why does my arm feel this way? Yeah. Or something like that. And, uh, yeah, uh, especially, yeah, in Lednam, there's really not much to do. Uh, when <laughs> I lived in Lincoln for about 18 months, that mm-hmm. was... A lot more, lot more lively. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh god. Yeah, I, li- I live literally like right behind a pub. I live behind this pub called the Jolly Brewer. It's reopening next month. Looking forward to it. Anyway, and uh, yeah, I was. Uh, it was. I would get myself in the mindset living there where I just I would never sleep on Friday nights. Friday nights, no, you don't sleep. You either go to the pub or you stay up all night. That's you, one of like, those places, yeah. Yeah, you, you just hear you, you just hear the fallout whenever it, when it yes. shut down and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So going from like an extreme. Well, not extreme. But the, the, Reasonably extreme. What I mean extreme. by making things yeah. way, be- way yeah. worse than what they actually are. The uh, going from that level to suddenly having my missus put up with me and having to go back to the village home with the parents. Uh, I don't know. Just suddenly being surrounded by like desolate country, hmm. and just having things play on your mind. It's yeah. I don't know. It's like yeah. I think songwriting kind of keeps me up, out out of trouble. Otherwise, I'd. I so I suppose, know. really, your, your largest urban conurbation is going to be Grantham, is it? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. The, um, yeah, I think with Ledham with is great. I call, I call Ledham Middle Earth because, like, literally everything's within a 20-minute drive of each, within each other, so I can nip to sleep and nip to Grantham, nip, and it's great. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I used to gig in Grantham all the time. The um, Back in my teens, I used to gig in a little bar called the Castle Gate. That's yes, yeah. What? Is that closed down now, the Castle Gate? Is it yeah, gone? yeah, it closed down due to COVID. Yeah. That was that was really sad. Everyone felt it. A lot of people uh, played there, didn't they? they enjoyed. Oh the yeah, the um, I, I used to play them. So it was it was so good because like it was one of those venues where it didn't matter who was playing, didn't matter the status of the band. 
it would be rammed every single weekend because people wanted to listen to music. Yes. And it was, oh, it was fantastic. And because there'd be so many people there, you'd just get paid instantly. Like the, That's nice. Like, yeah. you, you'd, talk to, you'd talk to the owner and be like, oh, can I have a gig for this time? They'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll give you 150 quid. <laughs> it, was, it was almost like a way of printing free money. It was great. <laughs> not many bars do that, do they, really? No, not ever since COVID, no. It's, now, if, if you go to a bar and ask that question, now gives a gig, they either come out with either A, do you bring a crowd, or B, are you a cover band? Mm. So that's, that's the one thing I've been feeling a lot, because oh, apart from playing, I also promote. I'm also a local promoter, yeah. possible promotions, cheap plug. And... Uh, the uh yeah i've i've been doing a few gigs in lincoln that's been fun but i've been trying to expand out into like grantham and other places and uh there's this one bar in grantham which i thought oh, like, they've had some rocky acts on but nothing too i'd go i thought if i could get some decent stuff there maybe i could somehow bring back <laughs> not bring back the grantham scene but you know what i mean and uh, i spoke to the owner and he was like <sighs> he went would it be covers or originals i went originals and he, instantly it was just like no <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit sad, but yes, it's just. I, I think there will be a resurgence. I can feel it, but I think every every sort of town very often goes for a downturn when a certain yeah. bar or venue closes, and then uh, a new mm. one will open up. Somebody will see a gap in the market and think, oh, "Hang on a minute, mm, yeah, yeah there's a bit yeah, of decent live music in here." We're quite fortunate at the moment. I think in people we're going through a bit of revival. There's there's two or three yeah. venues that have good live music on and have a lot of original bands yeah and, and i'd say the sort of the do-it-yourself punk scene is in a very healthy state in people oh yeah definitely like ever since covid where like it was just cancellation cancellation mm. cancellation like people policing on whether to gig how many people can fit in and, uh, and all this kind of stuff yes yeah i think that definitely gave punk even more a kick up the backside of right let's do this ourselves who's the authority who cares we're the authority we're gonna do our own thing. Yeah, that's it. And exactly. What's uh, what the next track you're going to play for us? I think I'm going to go with. So, uh, this is the first original song I ever wrote with original. Actually, no, it's the second. Sorry. Second. It's the second ever original I ever wrote in my life. This is called How Do I Get By? Off you uh, sleep last night. Last night was quite afraid. This anxiety will drive you crazy. I cannot sleep no more. I'm always up till four. Don't bother asking how I've been lately. Coping skills are for thrill. Wanna shoot? Do I wanna kill? Do I wanna die or just cry? How do I get by? My mind gets all its kicks telling me that I'm up don't want to be thinking, I'd rather be drinking It drives me around the bend, I'm afraid my life will end Looking back on life like I'm in my 80s Coping skills are for thrill, wanna shoot, do I wanna kill Do I wanna die or just cry, how do I get by? Coping skills are for thrill, wanna shoot, do I wanna kill Do I wanna die or just cry, how do I get by? Summer. 
I'll sleep tonight. Tonight will be a fright. This anxiety will drive me crazy. I cannot sleep no more. I'm gonna be up till four. Don't bother asking how I've been lately. Kill skills are for the thrill. Do I wanna shoot? Do I wanna kill? Do I wanna die? Or just cry? How do I get by? Kill skills are for the thrill. Wanna shoot? Do I wanna kill? Do I wanna die? Or just cry? How do I get by? Kill skills for the thrill. Wanna shoot? Wanna kill? Wanna die just to cry? Wanna die just to cry? How do I get by? Dead drop. Oh, shout out to uh, Alpa Hosier, uh, Matt Fordham, and uh, the guys from Future Theory. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for listening and watching the show. So, I suppose where you are, you're pretty sort of integrated into the Grantham sc- oh, sc- yeah. scene, really. Oh, yeah. I was, oh, yeah. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, so, oh, yeah, I was one of the faces there. But no, um, the, uh, yeah, no, that was a tight knit community because Grantham's such a small town. Mm. Like, every. Like, I remember Mateen's fondly of, like, every Saturday night was Metal Night at the Gate. Like, even if it wasn't a metal band on, like, all the metalheads in Grantham would go to the Castle Gate and congregate there. Like, anyone who was at all deemed, like, weird or, like, weren't, just weren't welcome in any other pub, they would just go in there. And, and Sounds like a fantastic like. place. So it's a, it's a oh, big yeah. shame that it's, it's passed away, isn't it? Oh, yeah, so yeah. It closed down. I think, yeah, there, there are still quite a few people in Grantham, I know, that are still grieving it. Yeah, Even though it was three years ago, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was but the last true... Grantham does, does uh, manage to produce some quite some big stars, don't they? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So, well, then... Can't think of the. Uh, yes, there's quite a famous young lady from Grantham at the moment who's a, who's a vocalist. I can't yeah. think of her name now. Uh, Arthur Sleaford mods come from Grantham. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, shout out English Dogs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The um, I used to be in a band with the guitarist of English Dogs, Nick. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, many years ago, I think it was around like 1920. Uh, I used to be in a <laughs> punk band with him called Not for You. And uh, oh, that was that was fun. Yeah, like I think around that point, English Dogs had just split up and he'd form on Holy Alliance. But, uh, yeah, no, they were, they were fun times. Um, and everyone always used to take the mick because I was, like, the youngest member of the band. Everyone else was in there. <laughs> everyone else was in their <laughs> mid-40s and I turned up. This, this fresh 19-year-old just roll, rolls up and just, oh, hi, guys, I'm going to be playing with you now. Yeah, got a shout-out. There's, there's uh, Shane Spencer and uh, George and Hankins always as well. Hey. Guys, thank you for listening and uh, watching the show. So, for lyric-wise sort of thing, do you... Do you do you keep a notebook by the bed? Oh no, it's all iPad now. <laughs> Is it all iPad? <laughs> the um, yeah, no. The uh, I've tried doing the whole hand paper, mm. pen to paper thing because you want to be authentic, man. No, mm. um, mainly because uh, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just way easier on the iPad. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I normally just do that, and yeah, just any any time I'm in. Anytime I'm in a bad mood, uh, I just you write off. something. Yeah, I'm off. Whether it's something going on in my brain, someone, someone's annoyed me at work, someone's annoyed me somewhere else. It's always driven by someone who's royally annoyed me or something that's royally annoyed oh, definitely. me. Definitely. I think I'm, fi- I'm mentally, I'm very in- incapable of writing a happy song. I, I don't have... Do you not? No. Do, 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 not do you find it. yourself writing letters to newspapers and complaining and stuff <laughs> like that? I would, but... I don't know. It seems too much effort. No, it's just going to be put into music then. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, 
Did you say, I, I feel like, yeah, when writing to newspapers, it's, it's kind of up there with Twitter trolls sometimes, I think. And I just think, get all that angry, ma- like, angry energy and just put it into something productive. And then hopefully some other angry people can relate to that and should be all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so how long does it usually take you to write a song? Oof, uh, it varies, really. I think it always starts with a guitar riff. Mm-hmm. Always, always. I'm like, some of these people that will come up with like an entire sheet worth of words and then write around it, I think are wizards. I don't know how they do it. They just do it. But uh, yeah, no, always a guitarist. Always have been, always will be. Um, I'll just like <laughs> put a bunch of chords together that I'm feeling at the time, whether it's. So like angry chords as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Ang- <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's something angsty, something whatever, something angry. But um, yeah, it's it's always that. And then once I've structured it all out, it's then like right now do words. So, or sometimes, which has been coming a lot more naturally now as I've the more I've been doing the solo stuff is as I'm doing the chords, I'll get a melody in my head and I'm like, so ah. I like that. So then yeah, get the voice memo on yeah. me awkwardly humming over this thing and then I'm like right that's a good good guide for words and then just I mainly just roll with that um, yeah I think yeah songwriting's been definitely getting, been getting a lot easier throughout the years like it used to, like some of these songs are like years old are they? yeah yeah the um, think I've had the idea for Have a Beer the little that that little twiddly thing yeah. I've had that for about three, five years oh my Ooh. god I've had that for about five years uh, didn't actually I think with this whole solo thing, and um, when I first got asked to do the soundtrack for that film, I was quite in a low point at that point, because uh, around that point, I'd lost both my missus and my, um, and my flat. She's not dead. She just, she just had enough of me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's why um, you say you had a towel between so, your legs and went back to her. Yeah, and I was just like, I've, yeah. I've got to be productive. I was like, I've got to do something. Mm. Because uh, around that point, I just because uh, also at the time I wasn't really gigging much in bands. I base I I turned into a bit of a working stiff, just working, going home, having a beer, going to bed, and I got myself in this like normal pattern of being normal. And I was like, I don't like this. This ain't for me. Don't like <laughs> don't like normality. No, no, no. So I was like, I've got to do something. I've got to. But Could I have um, a bit of a swerve to the left as such. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So mainly the the EP was just something to do. Until yeah, till something went off, and it did yeah. Because I, originally, I, there was no plan to go full on washboards and acoustic instruments with all of it. Originally, I wanted to get a whole band together, but I, I, I went through so many members. Like it was, it was mainly a commitment thing. A lot of them would just be like, "Oh, I got this other band going on." They would always have like multiple bands on yeah. there because they were so good. So like, I don't hold any grudges against them, but um, yeah, it was just like I've got all these songs. I really want them out. Screw it! I'm so just. Got, gonna, now, but now you said you got a band. Yeah, now I've got a band. Finally, it, it took about how long now? Yeah, it took about two years to finally hmm. form it. Yeah, I've had the I've, I've had the whole concept of that the idiot speak in my head for like two years, and I've finally got members for it. About time, but yeah, no. Love love to play at some point next year. Of course you would. <laughs> yes, yes. Send us a demo um, through. Yeah, no. We'll definitely get we'll definitely in touch with that. But uh, yeah, no. So at the time I was recording all this stuff, I was like, you know what? As I don't know any drummers that can that like, are either good enough to do it or are committed enough to do it, I'm going to teach myself the washboard. So all the awkward scratches here on the recording is me trying to play washboard. Excellent. <laughs> What's the next track you're going to play for us? Uh, next track I am going to do... Which one should I do? I'm going to do a quick one called Grind. It's about being mentally defeated and just working your backside off to try and get back to where you were. Mm. 
Thank you. <laughs> One of the more angry ones. I can't tell the difference between the more angry ones and the less angry ones. <laughs> they all sort of sound pretty yeah. sort of angry to me. But I'm yeah. not. I'm not against a bit of angst. I'm quite oh, for good. a bit of angst and people having a moan and a groan and uh, you know getting a bit political. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? There's no, there's no no wrong with that. There's, in fact, there's not enough of it around really you know what i mean yeah i was gonna say like i always try and think of topics that make people angry that don't involve politics cause yeah yeah like i like, all for punk and like saying what you believe in but I've, I've always been like with with my songs and my music i like to bring people together more than divide them because like what no, no matter what stance you stand you're always gonna annoy someone and not and they're gonna not like you because of what party you lean on so i i, I i'm always of the thing of they're all as bad as each other. Let's just think of something else in the meantime. So a lot, yeah. So a lot of the, a lot of my songs are mainly just about, yeah, just avoiding, like running away from like everyday troubles just by getting really drunk, really. So, <laughs> um, that's something that everyone can relate to. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Beer's quite expensive though mm. nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. This is, why, this is why you'd be an original band now because you go in and instead of them paying you, they go, oh, you got free beer for the night. So. Well, yeah, that's quite work. If you, if, if you know what I mean, that could be yeah. quite expensive for the bar staff. If you're all a bunch of drinkers, you know, what I mean, for the bar itself, you know what I mean. If you managed yeah. to gulp down about seven or eight pints apiece, you know, you're probably <laughs> boozing true. thirty quid's worth of uh, beer each, aren't you? If there's four of you, that's hundred and twenty yeah. quid. So the miles will just pay you hundred and fifty quid or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think we. I, I think I actually had a night that like once, like. I can't remember what band I was in, probably because I was drunk at the time. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they were like, yeah, free beer all night, whatever you want. And, uh, yeah, they, they didn't, didn't pay us a dime, so we, we, mm. had, we, we drank the old place dry. Yeah. And uh, they were like, what, what? And we were like, well, you we can't have it both ways. You, you be careful what That's you wish right. for. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. If yeah, I payment in kind. Like and also that is, uh, you do get mm. used, used to playing drunk. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Oh, forget, solo. forget, forget what it's like mm. to play yeah. uh, sober. Yeah, this is actually my <laughs> second ever solo gig sober. 
I thought, right, best make an effort. I'm on radio. Well, yes, yeah, well, yeah. We can't, we can't condone people getting drunk live on air, I'm afraid. No, no. We, we would definitely get a slap on the wrist sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, some people drink when they play music just to, to take the edge off the nerves, don't they? Yeah. You know? I think, yeah, I, I definitely get that when I'm singing because, like, yeah, I'm petrified of singing in front of people, mm. so... The, um, yeah, when, when I'm playing guitar or bass in the band, when I'm just at the side, I can do that Stone Cold Sober, absolutely. That's no, fine, yeah. No one's really focusing on me, they're singing up, yeah. they're focusing on whoever's singing. So yeah, whenever it's just me or just me and acoustic guitar, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, it gets but, a bit um, scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say scary, but just a little bit anxious. Like, sometimes I'll, like, I'll just be playing at a gig, like, in a pub or open mic night, and just, like, my brain will just go... Imagine if you just collapse in front of everyone, like, right now. Like, nothing wrong with you. Imagine if you just fell to the floor right now and just caused a massive scene. Like, was, <laughs> like oh, it's like, oh, God, yeah. Mainly just use that. <laughs> Mainly just use the elder block. Like, oh, no, <laughs> that's not healthy. Don't do that, kids. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. It can be, you know, when I was playing bands, it's like, sometimes you'd be nervous to think, is anybody going to turn up? And then when loads of people turn up, you're like, oh, my God, there's too many people in now. Oh, no, I mean, yeah. I've only ever had that once, and uh, I think after after the first song we got, we got over it because everyone was just bouncing on top of yes. each other. So that was quite. Yeah, yeah. Um, once you get going and the adrenaline kicks in, you're oh, away, yeah. aren't you? It's just that first initial oh, moment. Yeah. The, um, there's a clip I showed the guys around here, which I'll show you after mm. the thing. Um, Iodine. We did this gig at a keto bar in Lincoln, the video game bar, and uh, fifty cap venue, tiny. Hmm. And uh, we had this opener on who already had quite a following, and he bought like all of his friends. Like the place was already ran from the start, so we we're like, oh, this is gonna be good. But then as soon as he finished playing, they all went. Oh I no! Like, I was like, no, 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 no. And um, so the main support went on. They only ended up playing about 10 people. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, God, we're in for a rough one tonight, boys. And uh, one thing I didn't put in consideration is down the road from the video game bar is a heavy metal nightclub called Sugar Cubes. And uh, in that normally don't open until 11. So all the... Bikers. Goths, all, all, all the, yeah, all the, all the punters, all the goths and metalheads heard a uh, commotion going on at the video game bar down the road and they were like oh what's this so suddenly like, the place was absolutely around with all these nightclub goers <laughs> and uh, it was weird because on, ce- on the ceiling of the venue they had all these weird like fake vines like from like the jungle ah. and there's a clip on my Instagram of everyone jumping but, but grabbing on these vines and like nearly taking the roof down <laughs> uh, yeah 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 that sounds like a good bar to me yeah it's great it's great uh, good, good beer good ale uh, they, they, yeah, they, you don't have to hire anything. There's no money to hire anything out. Literally, it's just like you name the price, you get all the entry fee if you want to put an entry fee on. It's kind of like just putting on your own party, really. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You're like, yeah, bring your own mics, bring your own gear. Just don't break anything. That's, yeah, that's, that's basically good attitude. Well, there used to be a great bar in Peterborough down called, called the Crown, bottom end of Lincoln oh, yeah. Road. Uh, plenty of people remember it, and they used to have a, a back room there, and you mm. you could book that up and uh, okay. put your own gig on for the evening. Mm. Take the money at the door, you know. Yeah. Or you or oh, you had to have a doorman, but you could get a mate to do mm. the doorman. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Just bring your mate twenty quid or something, and uh, mm. make out as a doorman. You've got yeah. something that looks like a SIS a badge around your arm. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> yeah. That's, so yeah, we, but unfortunately, they knocked knocked the back room down for whatever reason. Oh, I no. don't know why they knocked it down. They still do live music there, but now mm. it's, now unfortunately it's just cover bands. Whereas once upon a time, yeah. say a lot of people used to hire out that back room and put gigs on and stuff like that. Well, they never used to hire out. Just say, can we have the room? We're going to put a gig mm. on. They say, yeah, and then make enough money off the bar, and that was mm. a lot really. So yeah, I wish a few more. Places would let you do that. It'd be uh, yeah, 
It was yeah. It was also like that uh, one one other venue. Sorry, the the bowl in Mansfield. Hmm. Uh, we like that was it had the same vibe as the Castlegate in the way that you'd ask for a gig and they'd be like, right, all right, hundred fifty quid. There you go. But yeah, no, it's still running the bowl, but it's just that the per- it was like a rock bar downstairs and the performance bit upstairs. Yes, but the performance bit upstairs now turned into a party conference room. Oh. So yeah, it's a bit annoying, but. Yeah, yeah, well, mm. it's quite. Like I say, a lot of music will find its way back. Yeah, you know, original music and stuff yeah. like that. And they say we've got quite a healthy scene. I suppose Lincoln can't be too bad. It's, it's, no. out, you know, it's a university town. It must be pretty. Good. Yeah, we've, well, this is the thing. Like everything's finally starting to reopen. It's mm. all gone full circle. We're yes. finally starting to get a scene again. Like because after like after Freedom Day between like summer 2021 and now we were sort of in like a weird bit of limbo mm. we were sort of like oh like, there's venues here but uh, is there, can we do that oh god that's it and like all all like the two or three venues that would be there like you'd struggle to get a gig because like they'd be so fully booked up because they were the only place of course to play. yeah yeah and uh, but yeah we've got two amazing venues that are reopening uh, Thing like December, January time. Oh, nice, yeah. yeah. Got Jolly Brewer, Brewer reopening, and then what was the Alley Cat Club called the Komodo reopening? And oh, yeah, it's it's literally it's like being a kid at college again. Like you got all these venues at your disposal, and oh, it's, you're looking it's, forward to it. I can tell. Very yeah, excited. It's a good like it's a good time to live in Lincoln right now. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. Are you going to move back then? Are you planning to move back? Uh, I don't know. Cost of living crisis kind of yeah. screwing me over a bit. So, well, yeah, uh, flats. I mean, housing's the most expensive thing, isn't it? Yeah. Really. So, hopefully, if the next album does well and I get my fame and fortune, then sure. <laughs> do, you, do you work full time in music? Uh, I'd say, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say full time. I'd say like three quarter time, like seventy five percent. Yeah, so what yeah, do you do? So, uh, in my spare... Well, not in my spare time, because I need money, but... Um, <laughs> the, uh, in my job... So, my job is just selling coats in a coat shop. I just sort of just do that Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Ah. So, yeah, it's only like 10 hours, so... Oh, so yeah. the rest of the time you've sort of got your head into music. Yeah, so I've got the rest of the week to worry about whatever. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, the... Um, when yeah, when me and the missus split up and I got back home with the with the folks, they were really supportive. They were like, "Yeah, don't worry too much about bills." They were like, well, "That's we'll, good of them, we'll, isn't it?" We'll sort you out. We'll we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. So I'm like, "All right, cool." So they've really don't be like, saying too much. I'm thinking about putting the rent up on my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, <laughs> what's the next track you're gonna play for? The, um, that's a good question. I will go for this is track five. This is the last track off my EP, and then I'll do some exclusive stuff. Oh, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is uh, track five off my EP. Folk now. This is called On a Roll. Going down a low on a fluff and roll. Gotta keep falling till I find that spark you stole. Taking everything, living my world to live. Whiskey withdrawals sent to me to drink a fifth. Just keep grinding and I'll just keep climbing and I'll just keep grinding on a roll. Living confidence gives no punishment. Look at myself until I find where that person went. Scared to leave the house, 
I'm a man, not a mouse. Dumb myself until I learn what I'm all about. And I'll just keep climbing And I'll just keep grinding On the road Then accept The past is dead I feel much dread Feel so much dread One more push Just give it hell I found myself I found myself Uh, shout out to uh, Rob and Sheila Heslop. Thank you very much, guys, for listening and watching the show. Did you say your, la- your, your latest EP? Did you say you recorded at home or did you do it in the studio? So I recorded it at my friend's uh, studio. Ah. Well, not studio, bedroom. But mm. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, the, uh, he's currently building a studio, but at yeah. the time he was like, oh, I've got an Apple Mac, Mac in my bedroom, wouldn't make do with that. But. Um, Normally, I've always been against like home recording studios because I'm always like, oh, would it be all right? But um, as it's just like folk punk, just me and the acoustic guitar, I think it is mostly doable. When, when you yeah. like, when, it's, when you, it's all just acoustic instruments, you're kind of good to go. But uh, yeah, for yeah, so I did all the five tracks off that. Uh, that took uh, about about a few, uh, took a few months. So not because of uh, how long it took to record. It was mainly because whenever he was available, like yes because he, he also works at Starbucks, you see, so he works ungodly Strange hours. Strange shifts, yeah. Works ungodly hours, so he'd be like, whenever, whenever he wasn't either working or passed out on the floor, <laughs> uh, we, we'd try and find time. So we, we could have d- busted it all out in a week, but, oh well, it's just one of those things. Did you enjoy the process of recording uh, in the yeah, home studio? Uh, this is the thing, it's a, it's a weird thing with recording with me. I have a very love-hate relationship mm. with it. I have good days and bad days with it. I don't know. Like, I'm good at... I love recording bass. I don't know why. It's just something about laying down the groove and just sawing out. But um, when it's, like... When it's guitars... Oh, no. Just... I hate recording guitars. It's the absolute bane of my life. That's the one thing I hate about music is recording guitars and tracking guitars. I just... I don't know why. Do you have your own specific, specific sort of sound when you're trying to record guitars um, in a band? Yeah, I think... Uh, because I've got the two bands, I've got Let the Idiots Be and Iodine. Um, yeah. I'd say, like, it's hard to say now because I've got an acoustic, but, like, with the mm. electric guitar stuff, like, I, I know what my tone is. Like, normally, I've, I've basically just ripped off the tone of Sinister Gates from Avenged Sevenfold, but <laughs> the, I've, I've got the tone bit down. I think it's just, um, I don't know, I always feel like a ridiculous amount of pressure whenever I'm recording because I, I almost see recording as, like, getting a tattoo because, like, once it's out there, that's it for life. 
Mm. Never gonna remember it. Well, that's forever. it. Yeah, let's take it down. But that well, that's one of the advantages of saying doing the recording yourself because you, yeah. you, you can always go back and rectify mm. it. Yeah, you know, so so I think normally what what's what's my saving grace really is that I always surround myself by people that are proper like no nonsense, tell it how it is, and uh, like any time I'm hard on myself because I've done a bad take or whatever. Uh, they don't. They're not really there. There will be fine. But they're just like, right, do it again then. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're clearly in a bad mood. Let's do it again. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you got you've got to be yeah, happy yeah. with the track yourself when you? you're laying down. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. I, I, in the our last producer is my brother Will. He's yeah, he's a proper hard nut when it comes to that stuff. He's proper no nonsense and like he'll let you have your moment and he'll he'll stand there just quiet and he's like, you don't have any tantrum yet <laughs> and then. We'll just like uh, yeah, just crack on with everything. But um, yeah, I think recording the drums has got to be one of the hardest jobs, really. Often, uh, it it depends who the drummer is. Because mm. like I've I've worked with drummers that are like absolute wizards that can like bash it all out within like three hours. And then I've worked with other drummers where it will take like a week to do one song. And it's like oh my god, like what, since when did you not know how to count? But yeah, <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's. I'm quite lucky with the bands I'm in now. Like I've got two absolute friggin' hot drummers, and uh, there they can think. Yeah, my my name. Whenever I get asked what what what's my preference in a drum drummer, for me it's just anyone that can count to four. Really, like you'd be surprised the amount of drummers that can't count to four and rely on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if they can count to four, they're already my friend. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, but. I can say some of them have to use a click track and stuff like that, don't they? Yeah. Uh, I, I just... Oh, I don't know, like... I, don't, I know it's bad, but I don't really have the patience for all that kind of stuff. So yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, oh... <laughs> I mean, we we, um, <laughs> we auditioned this drummer once. He, he, turned, he turned up with his in-ears, and uh, we were like, what are you doing? Turned up with what, sorry? <laughs> he turned up with, turned up with in-ears... Like little in, in like ear things. Oh, like, I see. Like, yeah, yeah, I've got you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he came in for an audition, and uh, me and all because we're nor- normally used to just just going off each other and just yeah, sure, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, when it comes yeah, to like, he's in the wrong profession if he's worrying about getting deaf, and he really and the drummer yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, and we're just like we put do grunge and punk. Like you don't need to worry about any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're in like a super technical metal band, then yeah, maybe I get it with all the samples and stuff like that, but. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just remember the, the weird signs. We all kind of looked at each other like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> I got, oh, I've got me in his. Why? <laughs> yeah, gotcha. But, What's uh, the next track you're going to play? How uh, many more you got left? Do you reckon you can play? Right, I'm going to do a song which is going to be off the mini album. It's not yet recorded, but it should be recorded sometime this week. It's called "Runaway." When I first, uh, when Iodine had its lineup revamp, um, I was on Cloud Nine and. Uh, I was sick and tired of sitting around at home overthinking things and it's just about just getting in the van, going to whatever middle of nowhere town and just getting leathered and playing. So, yeah, it's called Runaway. Let's go! 
Shout out to uh, Anthony Nottingham and uh, the guys from uh, Keep This Up, they say, killing it, James. Thank you. So, do you get to gig around the Peterborough area? Have you done any gigs around this way? Uh, yeah, I think I nearly did a gig in Peterborough. Nearly? Uh, a few months, yeah. The, uh, shout out to Boys and Scumbus, Peterborough yep. band. Um, yeah, we, I nearly did a gig with them at Here We Aren't. We had it all mm. booked and then uh, I think about a few days before they were like, oh, We've been offered something else. It, it was it was quite better. I'll give them that. So I would have done the same thing. But <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, we're, we're going to go off and do that." So uh, Peter gigs off. So I was like, "Oh, oh shame." Yeah, but, yeah. But oh well. But yeah, no. Hopefully, I'll come round this way some point. Yeah, whether it be with Scumbus, uh, keep this up. Yeah, shout Chris, guitarist. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I'd love, love, love to come here at some point and like do a proper. Well, yeah, because so. here we are. It's a nice little venue. Mm. You know, probably probably a bit like your room with the yeah. arcade bar. Probably about fifty people, and that's your lot, really. Yeah, yeah. I think I've also been told a lot about the Met Lounge. I've never been there myself, but I've been told it's all right. Yeah, Met Lounge is a larger club. Mm. You know, so uh, they, they, always keep an eye out what's going on at the Met Lounge because sometimes he puts a shout out all right. to uh, for, for people to do support slots and stuff like that. Oh. You know, so. He sort of has, I don't know how he would put it really, uh, he has national bands, but mm. no, they're not massive national bands. They're on the way up. Yeah. Or they could be on the way down, whichever. You know, I know mm. that you mentioned the darkness earlier. Yeah. I think the darkness played there at one point on the way up. All right. You know, I think even, I've read, I'm pretty sure I've read somewhere that Adele had played there as a, in a support slot at the Met Lounge. Yeah. So yeah, there's been there. some, there has been some bands here and there that have played there. You know, sort of like, yeah. as I say, doing your apprenticeship, playing the oh, yeah. the venues up and down the c- country, mm. you know. So he's, he's, I don't know what he, he's probably around 200 or so, I'd say. Yeah, mm. 200 or so, yeah. So tends to have a sort of a, it does have quite a few metal bands, indie bands, yeah. and then a club night afterwards. So, yes, it does make a good night down the, the, Met, the Met Lounge sometimes as well, you know, so. But I've 
personally myself, I think the sort of uh, Peterborough do-it-yourself guys. I mean, yes. there's uh, one there's a. One guy called Scary Clown presents. He does a lot of gigs yeah, down yeah. at Mammalizes. Um, I've yeah. played with him before. Yeah, yeah. Years he's, ago at Voodoo Lounge yeah, in Stamford. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Mm. Very, very nice guy. And he sometimes put gigs on, on down the ostrich as well. All right. Uh, then there's guys from Socks on Records who are just in the those in their own band called Das Capitans, and they've sort of mm. like ended up creating a sort of do-it-yourself record label and stuff like that. They promote, promote gigs. I do prefer them sort of nights to, and then yeah. some people put things on. Down here we are, and uh, there's sort of more organised nights at the Met Lounge, you know I've what I mean? Some, I've had some back and forth females doing some, potentially doing some gigs with socks on at some point, but yeah. with some of the other bands, but yeah, no, we'll... I've ended up getting quite a lot of people inquiring. Yeah, definitely want to keep in touch with them at some point. So yeah, they're nice guys, they really are nice guys. You know, so yeah, well worth keep being in contact with all them folks mm. from He's a lot, and I'm sure your time will come, you <laughs> know what I mean? We'll have a word in the ostrich as well. No. Oh, a shout out to uh, Joe Tinson as well from the Four Hooligans. How many tracks you got left for us? Uh, as many as you want. <laughs> do you want to do oh, two in a row for us? Go on then. Right. Okay. First of I'm your go, choice. I'm going to go original into special cover. So this last original, it's a bit more of an angry shouty one. Uh, it's about a previous time in one of my old bands. We had a pretty dodgy PR guy who thought he had who would say he had his best in our, our best interests at heart when really he had his best interests yeah. at heart <laughs> yeah he had, he had our banker out bank yeah. in his heart yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah no right yeah it's called creature off you go Think he's such a preacher, thinking he has knowledge of the industry. Blonde hair, blue eyes, that it was a pride. Beautiful stride, you can run, but can't hide. Money can talk, rubbish can walk. Money can talk, rubbish can walk. pound a month to wear such dross from a sketchy little see you next Tuesday one weird soon call a week to wear such lies with fluffing deceit money can talk burn try not to swear try not to swear Some truth with a sweet humble pie. Call the cops, call the bots. These scammers over you, thieving little. Money can talk, something can walk. Money can talk, try not to swear. 
off there. I don't know what happened there. Michael Day comments, uh, happy hour. Oh, yes. Thank you very much for listening to and watching the show, Michael. Here we go. Right. Sorry about that. <coughs> Minor technical difficulties. That's all right. They do happen. We are, just proves that we are a live radio show. Not absolutely perfect. <laughs> right, so uh, what's gonna... the final song you're going to play for us tonight? It then? is going to be The Ace of Spades by Motorhead. For the oh, Twist. yes. Ooh. Yeah. James Clay, big shout out to Paul Biggins on the mixing desk and Stevie uh, Croxford uh, doing the Facebook video for us this evening. Uh, this is a band from Wales that go by the name of Zach the Locust, which is a great name, and a song called uh, Hold On.
Uh, Zach the Locust and Hold On. Oh, nearly run into the next one. This is a band called The Projectors on a song called uh, Lost in Spaces. I used to love Lost in Space. And what was his name? Doctor, whatever. Somebody tell me what the name of the Doctor was. The bad one. Yeah, Doctor Smith, that was him. Yeah, Lost in Space. Doctor Smith used to be a fantastic program. They sort of remade it on Netflix, but not as good as the old version. I used to love that robot as well. Probably the robot was my favourite character. Dead here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show we have features including your 10 year guarantee where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, your top 5 countdown as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733 237525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me Chris McDade only here on PCRFM. The Cresset is Peterborough's premier entertainment venue for live theatre, comedy, music and more. If you're looking for a place to celebrate in style, 
Birthdays, engagements and weddings, both small or large, the Cresset is the perfect place to be. And for corporate events or training days, the Cresset has all the space you need. The Cresset in Breton is your ideal venue. To find out how we can accommodate you and your next event or book tickets for any of our up-and-coming shows, visit cresset.co.uk. Friday nights will never be the same again. The Today Show is here on PCRFM every Friday night from 9 to bring you tracks to reflect the day's news and events. We've got a hymn for the weekend and we'll be diving into the new Music Friday basket to find a fresh future hit. Join me, Oliver Needham, every Friday from 9 till 11pm for the Today Show. It's about time.
That was Yorkshire artist uh, Drew Davis, the song called uh, The Bitter End. You're listening to the uh, Doc Mason radio show on Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. If you'd like to send uh, tracking to the show, please email me at uh, docmason at sky.com. Only just about adding of tracks this week, which is really odd. And then today, I had about eight tracks sent in to me. And I've not even had a chance to listen to them, because I've been big, busy organising the playlist and working away. Uh, this is an artist, a female artist, by the name of uh, Madison Galloway. And her song's called uh, Ch- Shade in Shadows. And uh, she's from Canada. Shh. sunshine all the time. In the shadows the shadow Here we go, that was uh, Madison Galway and uh, Shade in the Shadow. This is a band from uh, Manchester. They go by the name of the Maddox and a song called Ronnie O'Sullivan. Shots for, for now It was an easy mind It was an 
Uh, the Maddox and uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Uh, we're rattling through now. This is uh, Matt Crossland and a song called... <sighs> I'll tell you, I don't know what's going on. Sometimes it's just like, you know, can't, I can't, can't speak. I'll try it again. This is uh, Matt Crossland and a song called Minutes to Go. Headbutting the microphone with my cap every now and again. I give give the microphone a good knock. That was uh, Matt Crossland and uh, minutes ago. This is who's this? This is a a band called Perfume and a song called Preached. Somebody 
Yeah, she can't help but smile After a while, I try to give her an ish But she'll only take her mind Perfume and Priest. Uh, this is the last track that's been uh, sent to the show this week. It comes from an artist by the name of, or producer by the name of uh, Scott Vanover. And the song's called uh, Santa is Coming. It might be the one and only Christmas song I'll play on the radio show. Because it's an instrumental, you don't really know it's uh, a Christmas song.
There goes the last track uh, sent in to the show uh, by uh, Scott Van Aver. It's supposed to be sort of a Christmas song, but there we go. Uh, I'm going to play you out. I'm going to play you out with. Let me just have a look. Uh, did have? Oh, we go. Yeah, I know. I'm playing anyway. I'm, I'm playing you out with uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. You got to play a track of Creedence every now and again. And uh, Born on the Bayou. Good night.